Hello, welcome to the Girl I Slept in My Makeup podcast by three sisters who live in three different states who are excited to talk to each other and also to learn and grow alongside of each of you. My name is Megan. I'm Kristen. And I'm Lauren. Hey, sisters. Hey. Hey. (laughs) I'm so excited to have Jen Whitley here with us today. Jen is the founder of Regen Pilates, where I am obsessed with going for the past year or so and super bummed that quarantine has made me not be there. Uh, But a little bit about Jen before we get to talking with her. She has been featured in Pilates Style in USAA Magazine. She has over 10 years of Pilates and studio management experience opening multiple successful studios across the country. As she relocated to North Texas, she brought her passion for people and the craft of Pilates and fitness with her. Region is a culmination of a dream to bring the best personalized fitness experience together under one roof in a welcoming and inclusive environment, which I can personally attest that that is how it feels. It just feels like one big family. And I love it so much because there's so many like multiple different types of workouts. So anyways, welcome, Jen. (laughs) Thank you so much. Great to be on. Yay. Well, thanks for being here. Um, And we'd love to get started if you want to just kind of give us a little background of how you got into Pilates. Sure. So my husband uh, was, we got married right after he graduated from the Naval Academy. So he did his 20 years in the military, came to a place about eight years in to where we said, are we going to stay in or are we going to get out? Because once you sign the dotted line, you might as well finish the 20. Yeah. And my husband was a, a Navy jet pilot. And that's kind of like a dream job. It's like he grew up wanting to do that. That was his dream. And so I didn't want to take that away from him. And um, one thing that he did for me that was super special was he said, okay, because if I'm going to resign and I'm going to do what I love to do, it's time for you to do what you love. And so, yeah, like props to him, right? Um, (laughs) Sweet. They have their moments, really, they do. Um, (laughs) He he said, what is it that you want to do? And I said, you know, I've been taking this this Matt Pilates class three times a week, and I love it. It's changed how I look, and it's helping my anxiety, and I had dealt with anxiety and depression, and I want to learn how to do that. I want to be a Pilates instructor. And he was like, what is that? And so I had to educate him. He's like, I do not know what that is. And full circle, we move a couple more times and we just happened to end up in Kansas City for one year. And he found an academy for me to go through a full program. And it was a year program. So I had to kind of hurry and get it done because lots of hours that you have to do to be a legit Pilates instructor. And then straight from there, right after I graduated, we moved to California and I opened up my very first Pilates studio. And I thought I was just going to work like a couple hours a day. I really didn't think that it was going to be that big of a thing, but we had wait listed. I didn't have any other instructors. It was, it was booming. It was great. And then three years later, we got orders, we had to move. So I had to make that decision of, you know, do I, do I just go teach Pilates at a gym or do I, do I open up again? Because I was hurt and sad about having to leave behind what I had started there. 
And then I just yeah. got addicted, addicted to restarting. <laughs> and I did. I, I think it became this challenge for me to go, you know, it doesn't matter what part of the world I'm in. It doesn't matter. People are people. And this yeah. is the peop this is the people business. And I am I, I love people and I love to have change and see change in their lives. And that's that's what Pilates can do. It's just the beginning of your fitness journey. If you get Pilates and you understand Pilates, then everything else, fitness, all the way to CrossFit, it can come full circle. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. I can I definitely attest to that because I feel like since I've been doing Pilates and the Legree specifically, I feel like I'm just way more in shape than I have been since like high school. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. Yeah. It's good stuff. I mean, I, I always say that, and I tell my husband this cause he's like, Oh, you're, you're so good at sales. And I'm like, I'm not, I am not a salesman. I am not at all. I believe that it sells itself. And that's why I've always said, you know what, come and try it before you even think about becoming a member or buying a package. Because if, if it, you don't like it, it's not for you. It sells itself. I yeah. love that. And something you mentioned or that was in the bio was like, I heard something about like a sense of community and like having people come together. And I will say not, not to knock. Um, uh, oh my gosh, where do I work out? I haven't been in so long. I forgot the name of it. <laughs> Orange Theory. Orange Theory. Yeah. Oh, my God. Not yeah. to knock Orange Theory. It's a great workout. But something I really miss is like that big sense. I used to do CrossFit and there was such a sense of community. And but unfortunately, my husband and I just kept getting hurt. And um, so we've been doing Orange Theory, which has been great. And it's a great workout. But we really miss that sense of community and we just don't have it there. And so I love that. I don't know if it like comes from the top or like I just think that's so important. Um, it is. I, I think what happens is, you know, I feel like our secret at, at Regen is that it's a lot of extra work on our part, but we try not to let people just sneak in to the studio and just take a class. We really try to get them in on a one-on-one -on -one yeah. and get to know them. And yeah. then we kind of learn their personalities and maybe some struggles that they're having. And then we're able to say, hey, you know what? We need to put these people together because they would make really good friends. And then, yeah. you know, and once a year we have our party and we try to make it really big. And then everybody comes and they have a blast and they get to know each other. And it's kind of just, it's really important to us that people know that we really do care. Yeah. That we really do care. And we really, like when somebody calls and says, you know, I have broken my ankle doing something and I don't know what to do. I can't do Pilates. I can't. Yes, you can. We just, you just can't be in a class. Let's help you through this. So yeah. we'll set them up in a different way. It's truly, we really make them family. I love that's that. How you, that's how you make it work. Well, and it sounds like that's great advice in itself and starting a business uh, that's, you know, people oriented is just finding ways to make people feel seen and um, part of a group. But is there any since, you know, going through multiple Pilates studios, is there any tips or tricks with starting a business that you feel like have been big lessons for you? You know, I have been very blessed to have really great experience in starting every single studio that I have. Um, I didn't know anyone going in, which is crazy. 
you know, yeah. I've, I move into this place and I just, a lot of it has to do with your mindset. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with, oh no, I'm, I know my craft and I know yeah. that what I have to give is like nobody else. Nobody yeah. else is Jen Whitley. Nobody mm-hmm. else is, right. you know, Kara at the studio. And that's another thing that I love is that when, when you have awesome instructors, you want to make them shine because there's nobody else like them. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I think it's really important to go in with a confidence, um, know that you are good at what you do and go in and just go blazing. Now, you know, when you start a business, it's hard. It's like night and day. Yeah. And when you have kids and when you are, you know, trying to be a, a good Southern wife, like I was always taught to be, um, <laughs> you know, I, I try to do it all. And sometimes I, I succeed in doing it all. And sometimes I fail and I just have to pick myself up and start all over. Um, I think balance has been the hardest thing for me to learn in yeah. business. Yeah. Yeah. But I think uh, every woman, I think every woman would oh, say for that sure. in business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All three of us would for sure. hundred yeah. percent. What do you mean by, or what did you find in your life was the hardest to balance specifically? I think it was very hard at the very beginning for me to say no. I tend to get very close. So my first business was in California. And in California and during that time, classes, it, we weren't, we didn't hit the age of these, you know, pack it out with reformers. Um, it wasn't in that time frame. So we had, you know, maybe I had five reformers and chairs and all that for classes. But honestly, my classes, I only had three in the morning and three in the afternoon. And the rest of the day was back to back private. So it was a very different, yeah, it was a very different time in Pilates. And so I think what happens when you are doing um, personal training and you're, you're with one-on-one with your clients, you become personally involved. And then you're like, they're wanting you and they text you and they're like, oh, I need, I need to stretch or I need to work out or I need this, I need that. And I want to get it to them, you know? Yeah, that would be hard. Saying no, because we're, we're legit, like our clients can text us anytime. We, we want you to be able to get in touch with us. We're very transparent and that will never change. That will never change. But I have had, and I, and Bridget, my business partner is really the first one that has stepped in and said, okay, now you are overworking yourself. And yeah. so uh, we're going to say no to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, but wait. She's like, no, no. Yeah. You're, you're going to say no. So she's been really good with me um, working through that. And that's, you know, four businesses later. Yeah. Where I'm right. finally able to say no. So. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Not just to kind of switch gears a little bit. I was just curious just because I'm really struggling uh, with working out during this quarantine. I'm one of those people who just don't like working out at home and I'm having a really hard time. I was curious, like, do you have any like tips or suggestions for someone like me who's just really struggling? (laughs) You know, I think even fitness instructors struggle. 
I think, yeah. I think people think that it's just innately in us that we're going to get up and we're just going to like go out and seize the day with the workout. And then we're going to work out again and maybe do two a days. It's just not who we are really yeah. deep down. What, what drives us is our people, right? Yeah. So during this time, it's super difficult. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm doing some free classes online just so that we can hopefully get people to move. But I'm kind of of the same mindset. I don't like being at home working out. So it's been very hard for me to get motivated and motivate people online, but I'm doing the best that I can. But for me, talking to the everyday client, I think it's really important that you have to get up and you have to start your day a certain way. Mm -hmm. And what you do throughout your day will set you up and prepare you to go and move. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if I if I don't get up, if I don't make my bed every day, I feel like everything is just it's going to be a bad day. Mm-hmm. It's just the yeah. simplest simplest little thing. And then from there starting to drink the water. Well, okay, I'm going to take care of my myself and I'm going to drink water. So if I'm doing that, Maybe I need to go out for a walk and jog. Yeah, yeah. And you have to set your habit. It's really habit forming. You right. have to set your habits to where maybe you make a, I'm a list person and I make a list and I like to cross off that I have done my workout for the day. Um, yeah. I like to cross those things off. So I think the motivation is really in the setup yeah. of yeah. your habits. That's, that's my personal opinion. That's how I get going. I always, always, I don't know why I do it, but I always come to work trying to look cute with my makeup on and everything because I want to, I want to be my very best self when I come to work, but then I go do spin and all the makeup's off, Yeah, (laughs) but it doesn't matter, you know? So just feeling your best and doing things for yourself and making sure that you're creating those habits every day is going to get you in the mood to work out. Yeah. If, if you're sitting in your PJs all day, <laughs> that's not going to put you in the mood to work yeah. out. Yeah. Get I agree. Uh, Chris and I totally feel you. Um, something that I, I think I'm struggling in the same way. Jen, I'm like you where I do love to make a list and I do have certain things in my morning routine that just are kind of uncompromised. But when it does come to my workout, I'm frustrated with myself because I've been letting just the family kind of interrupt that yes. part. It's like I'm letting it slip off of the to-do list. And for me, I know that if I don't get it done in the morning, it just doesn't end up happening. Um, yeah. And so I think that I'm frustrated because I know my, I know better. It's like I'm putting other people before my priorities, but it has such an effect on my mental state. Mental. That I'm re- yeah. That I'm just really mm-hmm. like upset. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> and right. so I, I think, and Kristen, I'm like you at some point in my adult life, I, I don't know the self-motivation to work out at home just went somewhere. And so I do a lot better when I have that accountability of a community and, and just going somewhere. And especially if you're paying money, that's yes. also a motivation for myself. Yes. Like, I'm paying for this to get your butt there. But so I don't know, I guess my question would be just whenever I'm slipping off, like I have in the past week, you know, what, 
what can I do to light that fire <laughs> and like put you know myself what? first? Cause it's so hard. I don't know. Cause right now during these times, um, yeah. we're having a lot of people that, you know, are having anxiety and some depression kind of sink in. And, and then we have the stress of teaching our kids when we're not used to doing oh that. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. It's killing it, you know, everyone. There's, there's, yes. There's so many things that are happening. And I, I will tell you, um, if you can get up early, and I know that that's crazy, especially right now because we all have weird schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can get up early, and for me, my motivation mm-hmm. is to get outside. The, the sunshine helps me a lot. Yeah. And Same. if I can get outside and I'll have my little, you know, playlist that I absolutely love and I'll start by walking. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I get to a certain song that motivates me, I'm like, I'm going to jog. Mm-hmm. And then after I jog, I may stop at a park and I may do 50 squats. Right. May do lunges. Yeah. And then I'll do it again. I'll start walking and going. I used to walk um, with some ladies, the very first Pilates experience that I had in California before I opened a studio. This was my first time with experimenting with Pilates. I had uh, my mat certification only, and uh, we lived in China Lake, California, and it was in the Mojave Desert. There was like nothing there, and <laughs> we, lived on, we lived on base, and all these ladies, we were so lonely that... At nine o'clock every morning, we would get up and we would walk the entire base and it was five miles mm-hmm. wow. and some of us would walk run and we had our little bob strollers and our babies <laughs> and we went and we did that. But then we stopped. There were three parks in between and I did Pilates in segments like hit training oh, and cool. yeah, just being outside and in the we all needed it because of where we were living was kind of a really hard place to live. So I think that if you can just push yourself to first, just go outside right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good that, first step. Yes. It's a good first step. If you're not, you know, a, a big video person in your house, because honestly, you know, your kids are going to interrupt you. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. just yeah. Murphy's law. It's Murphy's law. So I think that if you can get out and have some moments by yourself, you will yeah. be so you will be the a better person to your kids and to your husband and for yourself. If you can sure. just and start with 30 minutes, you know, yeah. you you've got 30 minutes you can give to yourself and get outside. Do yes. that and then slowly start making it more. Yeah, I like that. So, let's talk about a little bit of Pilates specifically, maybe compared to other workouts. Do you think that, cause I know at your, at region, y'all offer a bunch of different styles of workouts, but like Matt Pilates, do you recommend that you do that alongside other activities or what's kind of your, I guess, give us a little one-on-one of Pilates for those of us that aren't super familiar. And also I know just personally, I've tried different we lived in China and I did Pilates there. And then, um, I've done it here at a couple different places and they all seem to be different. And so 
um, I guess let's talk about just the basics of Pilates and how good it is for us. And then also mm-hmm. how do you know when you have found maybe the Pilates spot for you since they do seem to differ? Well, I will tell you, I am not a traditional Pilates studio. Okay. And some things that I've learned, and it's it's partly because of the ability to move all over the country and grow in my thinking of, of fitness. You know, I Pilates for me was literally what saved me during a really hard time when Eddie was active in war off somewhere and he was gone for nine months and I was having terrible panic attacks and yoga wasn't enough for me. Yoga was a little too slow for me. Um, My brain was racing and um, I found Pilates and basically you're just engaging your core the entire time. You don't have time to think about anything yeah. else you're That's like so true. if you're if you're in it to win it like do and you're not cheating then you really have to focus and think and so that's where the mind body part came alive in my own life and then when after i got certified in matt pilates which is by the way matt pilates is very hard Um, because you're using your own body weight and a lot of people choose and love to do the equipment because we can make it hard or we can help it help support you. Okay. Yeah. So I am of the belief system in Pilates that if it is not hard, if you are not getting both the stretch and the work at the same exact time, then you're not doing Pilates right. Mm -hmm. And some people, you have different styles of teachers that focus just on the stretch. And I'm always highly offended. It's so funny. Um, I'm highly offended when people come to me and go, oh yeah, I need to do Pilates for a stretch. And I'm like, what kind of Pilates are you doing? I mean... Really, but it is, it, it's just the emphasis, you know, if you come to my class, I'm going to try to, to show you, hey, in every exercise, you're getting uh, a work and a stretch. Oh my um, gosh, but- y'all have to take one of Jen's classes. She is killer. And she <laughs> always does this thing where she's like, <laughs> she's always like, isn't this so fun? And I always look at her and I'm like, no, what is wrong with you? This is so evil. <laughs> So it is it is truly so fun when you can cue people and they're so in it with you that it's exciting. It's exciting yeah. because I know I can see it when people cheat. I have done this so so long that I can see the cheaters and I can see, okay, no, you, you can come down a little more. You can come up a little higher. Uh-uh, we're not cheating today because, yeah. you know, you're going to stay with us if you are getting results. Yeah. And if yeah. you're not getting, if you're not getting results that you want, then all that does is set the bar higher for me to get you those results. And so what I learned over the years um, with fitness as a whole was that if people do not understand what their core is, what it 
truly is from your shoulders all the way down to your pelvis. If people do not understand how their core is supposed to be all the time, Mm -hmm. then they are going to go out and do any type of fitness, whether it's boot camps, whether it's CrossFit, whatever it is, and they're going to hurt themselves. Because if your core is not strong enough to handle it, then you're going to feel kind of like a failure on these high-end crazy things. Now, I'm I'm an advocate. I'm an advocate for all of those, but I believe that they're missing the mark on teaching you the fundamentals first. Yeah. They're yeah. just going to, they're just going to kill you. You know, yeah. we're just gonna kill you. <laughs> I know it's hard because the listeners can't see us or see you, but do you, when it specifically with that, do you have any tips that might be easy to explain verbally of how our core should be like, are there any tips that we can do throughout the day? Yeah. So it's really important. You know, in Pilates, we start by laying down. And the reason we do that is so that you can organize your core from your shoulders to your pelvis. I think the hardest thing for people to understand, because I believe that the fitness industry has done a disservice to our people by not explaining a true neutral spine. Occasionally, you will get um, a really great, you know, trainer that just really gets it and will will explain that. But a lot of times, it's just easier to tell people in a workout just to flatten their back into the mat. If you flatten your back into the mat, your back is safe. That's what we've heard through the years. But what what we haven't been told um, enough is that. We have a natural curve in our spine, in our lower back. It's a natural curve that if we flatten our back into the mat, then we are missing the most important abs that God gave us to hold us up. And that's called your transverse abdominis. And that is what you want to work the most. So the only way you can work them is to have a tiny space in your lower back so that your pelvis is flat. Instead of your pelvis being tilted upwards and flattened to the mat, you don't want that. You want to have it flat so that you can work those lowest abs. And then when you start working from the lowest abs, it moves up and you can feel everything. And it takes things up to, you know, another another level. Yeah, I have to have you do a little instructional video on that yeah I I would love to do that I know it's hard it's very hard to understand but um yeah it's life-changing actually it's a big deal I love it that's so cool I am curious I feel like there's this like myth around Pilates I don't know if it is or not but like my husband was like I don't want to do Pilates that's for girls you know and I haven't done Pilates in a really long time so I don't really remember but do men do Pilates is it? Yes. <laughs> is that a um, dumb question? No, it's not at all. And we, you know, we have to remember that Joseph Pilates was a man. I was about yeah. to say, because one, <laughs> one of my best friends um, got certified when we were in China. And so she would send me the book. It was Matt Pilates she was being trained on. And he, she would send pictures of like 
all of his positions and stuff. And yeah. They're, they're kind of ancient, but they were really funny. So I they are funny. Yeah. yeah, I just feel like for me, my husband is like my accountability partner. Mm-hmm. I We love to work out and we also just love to work out together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's been interesting trying to find workouts that we both love. And oh my gosh, I would love it if you would do Pilates with me. Well, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you, we have more couples that work out together now. Um, yep. and, and what has happened is, you know, yeah, it started with the wife. And then, you know, the husband is like doing some crazy workout and he's gotten hurt or something's happened. And they're like, okay, I need to get him in here. What's the best way to do it? And the best way to do it is always to just do a one-on-one first because you never want a guy to be embarrassed in a class. You always, you you know, you're messing with egos um, (laughs) with the guys because listen, core work is extremely hard for guys. They focus on their arms and shoulders and their legs and then their superficial abs. They don't get to the deep abs. And in Pilates, we work all your abs. So they're they feel weak when they first come in. And so you just want to be real careful about how you treat guys and you want them to feel empowered when they come in there. And um, we have several professional athletes the athletes are really pretty good at it. They, I mean, they've got great mind body connection. A lot of uh, guys, it takes a little while to get their mind body going because they're used to moving. And this takes a little more, Hey, are you feeling this where you're supposed to be feeling it? So typically I love, that's what I love about Legree is that Legree attracts a lot of guys. Yeah. Yeah. When you're a member, you can mix it up, and then that's how we get them to come over to the other side. And so it's kind of kind of nice coming over to the other side, and then the dark. Yeah. Well, I'm really I was kind of bummed. Uh, I mean, obviously, COVID brought a lot of bummers, but one of my bummers, just a silly one, was uh, Bobby, my husband, was finally convinced to come try Legree with me and then everything shut down. After, so I was like, yeah. well, yeah. <laughs> never mind. We're for those who, yeah. For those who don't know, can you just give a quick explanation of what Legree is? So Legree is actually, it was created by uh, a man uh, named Sebastian Legree and he's in LA and I took a class about mm, 12 years ago on my vacation in San Diego, I took a class and I was like, they had like 20 mega reformers in a room. And these, they have this huge machine and you can work from both ends of it. And pretty much it is hit training. Basically you work full body the whole time. Um, It's pretty sweaty. If you're really doing it right, your heart rate is going to soar. And it is one of those things that instead of, because I'm pretty aggressive, I like, I like hard workouts. I love it. But I also know for longevity, it is not good for us to ground pound. It's not good for us to do our jump squats all the time, you know? And so it's low impact. Um, He created it. It is one of these things that you can't compare it to Pilates because in Pilates, 
we try really hard to make sure that you're engaging exactly what you're supposed to be engaging. And it's just more of a mind body where Legree brings that mind body in, but it's aggressive. Like the springs yeah. will shock you. It's aggressive. <laughs> Very aggressive. <laughs> so, I will say, mate, on one of our visits <laughs> to the States, we were staying with Megan and she brought me to a trial class of Legree. I had never heard of it. And I'm just laughing right now listening to you talk because I remember like at certain parts in the class, I was looking at the other ladies and they were all doing it. And I, I was just, Megan was like, you do this. And I'm like, no, like I literally can't like all, <laughs> I, I just have to stay right here. Cause if I move, like I'm either going to fall or the spring, I'm going to get like sprung across the room. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. You know, the first time, the one thing that I, struggle with and agree with clients is that you really have to try it a couple of times to, yes. because if the first time is a shocker. Yeah. The first time is like, Oh my gosh, what was that? <laughs> um, and then yeah. you have to try it a couple more times to really get it. But the reason that I brought it on and it was always a dream of mine to bring it on was that I noticed the class that I took with all of those reformers in there the trainers were not trained in anything else. They were only trained in Legree and they were not, I mean, it's a weekend course. Mm -hmm. It's not um, in depth. And I thought, you know, what if we had some really strong Pilates instructors teaching these people and they can help them if their back is hurting or something is, is not going right and make their workout more functional and actually work. So yeah. that's how Legree came about. Yeah. I, this is kind of off topic, but do you have, so yesterday I woke up, this is the second time it's happened during quarantine. So I don't know if it's like probably a mix of many things like stress, but I think I just slept weird, but woke up with the biggest crick on my neck all the way down to my lower back. Do you have any, I, I probably am not the only one that is, um, this has happened to. So do you right. have any like, um, Again, I think a video tutorial would be better, but is there <laughs> any tips that you can give to help work that out with Pilates? Yes. Um, I actually, a couple of days ago, had a crick in my neck. I just slept yeah. wrong. Um, yeah. And think about this. You know, during these times, it's stressful. And so where do we hold a lot of our stress? Neck and in upper our, back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Neck and upper back in our traps and all that. So what I noticed was when I moved my neck a certain way, it went all the way through my shoulder blade. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I got a ball and you can use a tennis ball. You can, you know, uh, if you have a foam roller, you can use a foam roller. Um, but get on it exactly where you feel that knot or pain and knead on it a little bit, just kind of roll on it a little bit. And as it starts to come out, put a little more pressure and then take it away and then put a little more pressure and take it away. And as you roll it, it'll, it'll eventually work itself out. But yeah, I had that too. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's the worst. It like affects, affects my, like, I don't know, like this morning I felt it's still there and I felt like agitated and I was like, wait, yeah. I think I'm agitated because I'm hurting. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I guess that kind of leads into a question that we had for you is, sure. you know, 
how do you encourage people to find balance in their habits outside of their workouts to kind of have a full circle of success? You know, I, I am a big believer in habit change for success. I feel that I have, I have certain things that I do in my own life to create habits. And a lot of it is I always start my day with prayer time or meditation, whatever it is for you. And then I also have a gratitude journal. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Yes, I think it's really important. It will change your life um, just by doing that every day. But I also in the gratitude journal have a place where I set goals and those goals I keep resetting every day. I mean, they can be short-term, they can be long-term. And then I have 10 things that I'm going to see happen in a year. And I write those 10 things down and I see it. And then I have other rituals like making my bed every day, very important. You know, drinking water. Drinking water will help you want to work out. Yeah. It will help you stay motivated because if you feel like you're giving yourself the body, your body, what it needs, then it's going to want to work out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to keep you on track. Um, yeah. Uh, moving every day. You have to move every day. No matter, no matter if it's just 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is, moving every day is so important for myself mentally. And then just changing the way you talk to yourself. Women especially, um, I think we're pretty, we're pretty tough on ourselves. And we have to stop the negative talk and the ugh, beating ourselves up constantly. And yeah. something that I try to do at the studio is I always try when somebody comes in and they're having a really bad day and I can tell they're having a really bad day. I'm very sensitive, by the way to people and, and what's going on. And I always try to reframe it for them. And if we can just reframe things on a daily basis of, you know, this pandemic sucks, right? Yeah. But if we reframe it and we look at what we've accomplished during this time, you know, for me, I've been able to spend extra time with my girls. I've been able to spend extra time with my brother that I never see. There's just, a lot of gifts that have been given during this time, but you, you have to find them. You have yeah. to look for them. Right. So totally habits, they're very important. And um, if you don't have good habits, then it's going to set you up for, for failure. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. One so. thing I was thinking about actually this morning when I was negative talking myself, like oh my, <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. body feels like I'm a hundred, like what, how do, how is this happening? But something that I try to remind myself on the daily is I feel like I'm really good or not really good, but I'm very aware of trying to tell myself to see others through, I say God's eyes, but yeah. wh- whoever you believe that created mm-hmm. us just through the creator's eyes. And that helps me to have, um, to just handle people in a better light and to always yeah. assume the always assume the best in others, but I have to do, I want to get better at also telling that to myself, like to see myself in God's eyes and that 
and that and that's enough you know so yeah I think that that goes along with what you're saying (laughs) yeah one two I feel like with this pandemic like for me I don't have kids and so like my husband and I are super social and we haven't been able to be social so it's like I had such great routines going and then this happened and it's like, I'm just eating all the things I'm drinking all the wine, you know, it's like, I don't have to be up at seven for kit, you know? So it's like, I've gotten into these really bad habits. And when that happens, like your body doesn't feel good. Like I just don't feel good. I'm not sick. I, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I've just gotten to this place and, you know, I'm trying to just remind myself every day is a new day, but I, yeah, I, I too, Lauren have just been beating myself up just like, ah, yeah, <laughs> well, we can keep each other. I think accountability. I know for me, yeah. I have a couple of girlfriends and it's like the most simplest stuff, but you know, it's like just a simple text of, okay, have you, you know, it's 10 AM. Did you get your workout in just that accountability helps. So I would love to be that for you. I know. Yeah. Okay. I have, I have to say like going to I don't know if this pandemic had happened before a year ago, what I'd be like, but just kudos to Regen because I was in such a habit of going a certain amount. Like I was going five days a week sometimes mm-hmm. that since this hit, like that habit hasn't changed for me. I've beat myself up some days because I don't work out hard enough, but I move every day at least 20 minutes because it's literally like with toddlers, if I don't move that 20 minutes, I'm just mean. Like I have <laughs> right. to. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. When you, when you create a habit of moving every day, you miss it and then you, you crave it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like get really mad if I don't. I'm like the other night I actually went on a run at night. Cause I was just like, Oh, I have to move. Like I can't even function. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. crazy. So yeah. yeah. The, the whole thing with, you know, it's probably hard when, I mean, trust me, we are enjoying the wine as well right now. I mean, (laughs) there is no judgment there. Um, But I will tell you that if you just get up and act like it's a normal day and you're going to get yourself ready. For me, I really need to get myself ready um, every day, every day. If I just, you know, sit around in my PJs, I'm going to have a bad day. I just, I don't do well. So, um, I think just setting some, some new habits up to get through these next, whatever, um, is coming our way. I'm hoping that, that we're going to be able to open back up mid May and, um, things will be a little more back to normal. Um, Jen, as we kind of close up where I feel like we've had such good conversation and topics, but what haven't we discussed that you might want to touch on? whether it's Pilates specific or, or not? You know, I think as I look at my studios and, and then this, this, this studio here, I'm, I'm living my dream out with this studio back to my husband at that eight year point when we signed up for the Navy again. And he told me, you know, you got to do what you want to do. And I want you to have something of your own. And, um, he told me, he said, Hey, here's the deal. He's like, after we hit 20 years, you get to choose where you live. You get to choose what you, where you want to open up your, your studio. And we get to live your life that you want. You get to pick the house, everything. Oh, and so I did, I found prosper and I, I, 
picked it all out and it was like everything was laid out just just perfectly and with a lot of prayer and um a lot of blessings our way and it just worked out but what i feel and truly is my heart of region is that it is more than a place that you work out it is more than you know losing weight it is more than taking care of um, panic attacks for me it is connecting to people and truly for myself it, it is my form of ministry and um, so I kind of feel like I, I've been put in a position to where I can help people on a physical fitness level, but really I'm able to help them on an inside level as well. And so that's mm-hmm. really my, the best part of my job is mm-hmm. loving on people that, that, you know, really really feel a little lost when they come in, you know, they're nervous about meeting new people. And then when you love up on them, it's amazing how they let their guard down and then they become comfortable. And that's what you want for people. You want them to be comfortable no matter where they come from. You know, we we don't care. We want everybody to be able to do Pilates and, and be a part of something bigger. Yeah. That's such a, that's I love beautiful. that. Yeah, that's beautiful and such a gift. And I think that for anybody out there that owns a business, no matter what type it is, I think that exactly what you said goes a long way and, and people feel that. And so um, yeah. I just thank you for your service and like you said, your ministry and maybe one day I can't wait to move to Prosper. I know. And, I was and, glad yeah. I got... I've been talking about region. I got my mom to come there. Obviously, Kristen and Lauren don't live here, but anybody and everybody I talk to, I tell them they have to come. And now I feel like people probably understand a little more of why I love it so much. Yeah. (laughs) You kind of remind me of my mom. Yeah. (laughs) Your mom is awesome. Uh, Yeah. I was like, I feel like y'all get along. Uh, She used to always tell us and still does, just go and love people, honey. Just go and love people. So. Um, yes. well, with that, with that said, Jen, for those uh, that are close to you or within, you know, um, could drive and join your studio, or if not, where can people find you to learn more about you or ask you questions? Um, where's the best spot that they can do that? So you can go to our website. It's www.gen, uh, no, not Jen, uh, Regen Pilates. <laughs> Regenpilates.com. And then we're on social media all over the place. Regen Pilates on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. Um, Okay. And and we we respond to uh, messages constantly from uh, Facebook and Instagram. So any way um, you want to contact us is is out there. Awesome. 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 We usually end the episode with a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, No worries if you don't have one, but if there's something you could think of to challenge us three for this week. Yeah, I think, I think the challenge for you guys is to set a schedule, set a schedule and to do your gratitude journal and to move every day. The water thing, if you're not doing it, because, you know, if you're drinking wine, you definitely need some water. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, and you know. Wa- wait, so water doesn't turn into wine? 
and your belly. Dang it. Just kidding. Dang it. Um, yeah, I, you know, you're supposed to drink like your body weight in ounces in water, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. I, know. I have one of those huge jugs. I ha- actually have not been doing it. So this is my reminder. Yeah. Pull it out, fill it up. Yes. You've got to do it. You've got to do it. And All right, Jen, I'll do it. Set goals, <laughs> set goals and just go outside. The sunshine will make you want to move, I bet. Yes. yes. And yeah. we will um, put all of your information in our show notes for people to find you. But is there anything that we can do to support your local business during this time? You know what? We are just trusting God a lot through this. And we know that uh, we're doing the right thing by uh, not charging people right now. Um, yeah. We just put everybody on hold and just come back, come back oh, we and, will. and bring a friend. And, you know, we're starting to build some promotions coming up. Um, so, you know, let people, let people know that we are, we're going to come out with a big thing and a big bang as we open up. We're really going to have more like a grand opening when we open back up. So, cool. um, yeah, just tell people. That's good. Good. Cool. Right. Thank you again so much for hanging out with us. And everybody out there, let's go move. I know I'm about to go on a long walk with the whole family. So let's do it. Do <laughs> it. Y'all have a great week. Thank okay. you.